0: Welcome to Plug Talk, the show that makes your journey a little easier by plugging you in with the network of dynamic entrepreneurs that are changing the game across the world of business, social media, music, and more. I'm your host, Jack Hayes. Welcome back. Headlining Season 3 of Plug Talk is emerging New Jersey artist Shehab Joseph, a.k.a. Hobby. When we last heard from Shehab, he was in the early stages of making his new project and debut album, I Hate That I Loved You, out now on all platforms. Now, fresh off his first live show, we recap how it all went down and the process involved making it all happen. Guys, I'm super pumped to share this one with you. Me and Shia have worked pretty closely over the last six months to really kickstart his career as an artist and really give this whole journey and process of becoming an independent artist and having success in the music industry a good shot. Uh, If this, you know, this past Saturday was a great example, he's well on his way where I think everyone will gain value from this. We do a full album breakdown, how it came together, the production, the sound, you know, the deeper side of each part of each song. Uh, we also get into the process of setting up show like you did, and setting up at the venue and getting connected with the right people and really talking about the importance of surrounding yourself with a successful team in this industry. If you are one of those up-and-coming artists or you're an up-and-coming entrepreneur that wants to start something new. It's the same thing, you know, we talk consistency, we talk networking, we talk process, um, and the mindset involved with it all, so I think you guys will gain a lot from this, and leave a comment with any suggestions for future episodes, I'd love to hear from you, um, and welcome to season three. All right, we are live, back here, she welcome back on, dude. Thank, Thank you for me. having me, man. Um, obviously, a lot to talk about, oh, a yeah. lot has happened since the last time we spoke, Um, you're a big player on, you know, season two of this and, you know, it's super cool to have you back for this. Well, I think it's going to be season three. It's going to be, you know, the show style. We're going to have everything up, Spotify, Apple Music, the whole nine yards. But, um, really, man, I just want to get right into it. So we just had the, uh, the album release party for I Hate That I Love You. Um, what was, like initial thoughts on kind of how that whole, whole thing went down dude it was it was a lot
1: of fun um, it was my first time getting to perform in front of a group of people so that was exhilarating I can't tell you the rush that like you know you feel when you're up on stage and people just like singing your songs back to you or you know just vibing along to everything like all the flashing lights around you it felt like a rock star
0: yeah
1: um, but it was a lot of fun I was really excited to get to uh, share my music with everyone in like a sort of like a setting like that um, and it's something a little different than I feel like you know i've been doing or like my friends have been able to like do when we were like out here and everything so i think it was a lot of fun yeah i really enjoyed it no
0: it was a really it was a really good time i mean just even just from uh being there from the get-go like how everything set up came together like the whole deal uh very nice job done at the venue i mean i think it was it was phenomenal for that was your first show yeah first first time performing in front of people because i remember last year we were at uh, where you guys lived last year, just after the pool, and you just went. Uh, you guys had the little DJ. Oh yeah. So tell me a little more about that. We gave you that idea last year. Did you do it the year before? Or was that just So yeah, so last year with the guys when
1: we were living, we kinda just mm. had like this little like tiki hut set up with like my friend was like a DJ, so whenever we had like pregames and whenever we would go out and stuff, we would, you know, have that. And then he had a mic and everything, and I had a couple songs out by then, and like yeah. you know, my friends and stuff used to always listen to him. So yeah. they'd always be like, Oh, like hop
0: on the mic, hop on the mic. So I'd yeah. be like, Alright, fine, you know, whatever I, I gotta do it. Dude, you performed, so- bro, <laughs> yeah. like the one day like one of the few times we were there you like went off and me and jared were talking about it before we went to your show and he's like is this the first time and he goes actually dude he went out did it at that place a few times and it sounded really good and we were yeah. like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna oh, be yeah. totally fine
1: but uh, it's also different when you know you're performing in front of a couple of your friends and, and then, then like doing something like
0: this right yeah no hundred <laughs> percent whole whole other scale um i want to talk about the like your before thoughts in terms of the album? of the event, okay, yeah. So like your first live performance, like what it, were you? Were the nerves cranking since you scheduled it? Was it just kind of like where did it, nothing really hit till you got there?
1: Yeah. So as soon as I scheduled it, I was super excited. I was like, "Dude, like I can't wait for this." Everything like that. I was back in Jersey when it was cold. I was like, "Can't wait be to be back in sunny Florida, see all my friends, do this, and like share it." And I've always been like. A performer you know i used to do theater in high school i did band in high school cool. always been playing music and stuff so i'm i'm not you know too nervous in front of crowds yeah. but um the day of uh we were at brunch with my friends and we were talking about it mm-hmm. and that's when i was kind of like oh like this is happening today like i gotta get like ready for it yeah so i was you know starting to get a little nervous um you know i wanted to make sure you know people were gonna have a good time and stuff but you know once that first song started playing i was like all right you know i got in my zone and i was ready to go
0: and it just turned out so what do you what do you think about what you're, what did, what was going through your head when you're on stage? Like, is there specifics that you think about? Is it just get like focusing on the music and letting everything else play itself out? You know, or were you like focused on like a certain area and just trying to like? So uh, I focus on the music a lot more. Yeah, um, I was actually talking to my buddy about this last
1: night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was focusing on making sure you know it sounded good. I was making fo- sure that I sounded good. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really like watching everyone as much as I like low key should have like been taking in that moment. Right, but. You know, I'm focusing on that, you know, every now and then I'll, like, try to find, like, one of my friends in the crowd and, like, I'll, like, look at them for, like, a little bit and feed off. I feed off of energy. Yeah. That's kind of how cool. it works for me. So cool. when I see someone, like, really vibing out or, like, really, like, into, like, what they're hearing, yeah. I feed off of that and then that helps me keep going.
0: Yeah. We are we no, were locked into it. I saw you were, uh, you definitely had, you had good stage presence, especially when you, you saw the camera, you were in there. I got some really good solid clips of that. Uh, I really can't wait to release content. Me too. I'm so excited. Even, you know, the podcast together with it. I think everything's going to go awesome. And then, you know, compared to what you thought after, you know, what were your... Did it take like a day to process? Was it kind of like as soon as you hopped off the stage, everything seemed a little... Yeah, a little different. So
1: I mean, I had you know, you just have that adrenaline pumping and going through that and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of ready, just like right off the bat. I was after that, I was kind of just like, damn, like I just, I just did that. Like that was really cool that I got to do that. Um, I was, you know, a little surreal, well, a little bit, yeah, yeah. for
0: sure. Cool. Um, cool. I was exhausted too. People don't realize that performing is a lot of cardio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you went through the whole album, right? Yeah. For the yeah, and now let's talk about that a little bit. So let's talk about this album, uh, "Hate That I Love You," uh, dropped. Last night? Two nights ago? Midnight this morning. Midnight this morning. Um, Little Valentine's Day. Little Valentine's (laughs) Day gift for everyone. I love the title. Absolutely. I think you did a phenomenal job with that as far as the timing goes. I mean, just being so early in the process and having that level of execution, you know, from recording the album Mm -hmm. to, you know, getting the right people involved to getting on stage, having, like, showcasing it. I think a lot of people... They put out a lot of great music with no way like they don't showcase but they don't showcase it. Exactly. You it know, takes a team. It takes you gotta, a, it's a huge get it in it. front of people and you spend the time to do that. You can do extremely extremely well, extremely fast. I mean it's your first exactly, first album. Yeah. Full album you dropped and you have a live show on Saturday night in Fort Lauderdale. Not bad, kid. Seriously. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> not, not bad. Now what would um you know, we have a lot of artists that watch this and you know it's taken a mute i like the music industry and entrepreneurship kind of how they go hand in hand you know so what would your advice be for someone who also has an album dropping out and they are they're thinking about that first you know ways to promote it would you say you know go right into performing it would you say looking at those avenues you know or would you say you know i don't know i guess answer that for me a little bit
1: yeah so
0: um Like I
1: said before It takes a team So the biggest thing Is connecting with the right people Um, Finding people who are working Willing to be in your corner Whether that be You know People working on Visual aspects of it People helping you with the audio Making sure it sounds good Right Um, Just those connections That you make Are really important And I think um, You just gotta take that chance On yourself Uh, I think the biggest thing You gotta do is bet on yourself Um, And You know Once you take that bet You know Forget what everyone else says Forget what everyone else All the negativity And all that kind of just keep going on your own avenue um
0: and you know as long as you got yourself in your corner you're i think you'll be great going for it dude i love that yeah um advice for dealing with nerves before the show is there anything you did did you have any let's talk about did you have do you have any any little rituals or like routine you put together that made you feel more comfortable or was it just more like what you were thinking about, and as long as your thoughts stay controlled, like yeah. You felt. So right now, you had a very good stage presence. Like, I'll be honest, you were very calm up there. You got you know you went it. through the album, you you know you interacted with the audience, and I, I I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. For me, even doing the podcast, I get nervous. I yeah. drink my coffee. I'm like I'm, <laughs> I'm moving, but for I mean performing in front of what was I, I, well over a hundred hundred fifty people, I believe. Like yeah. Um, any advice for dealing with nerves? So. um...
1: For me, I was just, I was just ready the whole time. I was just, this is something I've been, like, waiting for, for, like, a few weeks. So, I was already, like, I already had that time to, like, mentally prepare. Yeah. Um, you know, a little liquid courage before helps. Um, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, helps calm the nerves. Um, but, you know, I was just, you know, talking to people as they were coming in. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just telling me how excited they were and everything like that. So, I got a really good vibe right off the bat. Sweet. And I think, like I said before, like, I feed off of energy. And I think once you kind of set that vibe and that energy. Yeah. Um, that also really helps. Yeah. Um. And I think just, you know, other than that, kinda just take a deep breath. Just kinda be like, Alright, this is your time, this is your moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you worked so hard on this. This is time to like this is the time for you to reap the benefits. For people to like
0: to show people what you've been working on. And start to finish, you know, how long would you say it took you to put this album together? I'd say about eight months. Eight months? Yeah. Ah. Oh, cool. Um Best part of the show. Curious. Like what was your favorite part of I'd say say that whole experience, you know, if it was creating the album to put out a great show, then, you know, so be it. But, yeah. like, yeah, what was your best part of that that process within that eight months to the show? So, um, it was just, it's all, it's it's kind of this crazy process
1: going through it all because, you you know, mm-hmm. you start writing these songs and you're kind of just like, okay, cool. Like, you start piecing it together like a puzzle. Being like, okay, cool, this song can go here, this song can go here. Yeah. I can add this to that. It's just, like, playing with those, like, Little details that you think that a lot of people may not notice, but like mm-hmm. you notice. So it's like fun pr- sprinkling those in, and um, like I said before, like even performing is just an mm-hmm. exhilarating experience. And um, it was good that I was able to drop a single before, and I, when that song drops, just hearing
0: everyone sing it with me was like that's you're talking same. about. Yeah, yeah, dude, the it place was, was <laughs> jumping when oh, yeah. I was singing behind the camera. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is this is it, was, it was really well timed um, as far as that that went. You know talk about that eight months a little bit more biggest thing you learned uh after the shows like start to finish yeah dude in those eight months you just learned
1: that um you know if you want to do something it's it's a lot more work than people realize people of kind of just think like you hop on the mic and you already you know you make this song this crazy banger yeah. in, like a minute two minutes it's like yeah. i think some of these songs took me like well over like maybe a couple weeks to write at least and then right. like another couple of weeks to record to make sure I got everything down sounding the way I wanted to. Yeah. And then I worked with my engineer. Like we got a lot of the basics done, mm-hmm. but right before I came down to Florida we had to put in like three twelve hour days just putting all the final touches on the album, making sure everything sounds good. Yeah. And oh my God, dude, we were fucking exhausted by the end. I
0: can only imagine. Yeah. Dude. Um now let's talk let's talk album. Uh I hate that I love you. For sure. Take me take me through let's start with your favorite song that you put out because i know it's a common theme of you record one and you're like oh this is a banger and then yeah. there's one or two on the album that are going to go go off and do really well and mm-hmm. people are going to be really rocking with and you may not really expect it do you have one that you see doing really well and then do you have like a dark horse that you think uh, yeah. is gonna really catch some people's attention so the ones that I think hopefully will do well. Yeah. Um people
1: have been really liking rose gold so I think that's going to kind of keep course yeah. going on that end. Um there's this one called No Love that I've been getting a lot of good feedback on. Mm-hmm. Um that one's more of like a darker like hip hop kind of like sound. Cool. Um, kind of like Nav sort of. Um, yeah. But a lot of the other songs that I've been putting on the album in terms of like dark horses Um, There's this one called Nikon, which I think, which I personally really like, and I didn't really know if people would like it or not because it's kind of a different sound from stuff I've normally listened to or like that I've normally made. Yeah. Um, But I've also been getting really good feedback on that one too, so uh, I'm really excited about that. I've been kind of exploring sort of like the hyper pop genre in this album, um, which is kind of like it's relatively new. But it's starting to gain a lot of traction, so I really, I've also really started enjoying it. So I wanted to kind of like hop on that wave and see what I could do with it.
0: Yeah, and with all the outlets available, you know, I tell artists, I tell brands I work with all the time, you know, if that's what you enjoy doing, if that's what you're like, totally like wake up every day, and make you know, what was it hyper hyper pop hyper pop music, then. There is the outlets and there are the people to get it in front of enough eyes. I exactly. Mean, you know, I say the same thing every week. I'm like, you know what? There's seven billion people, so, so at least someone, of one will. person hears yeah. it and likes it and knows another guy. Anything can happen. Exactly. The reason people don't do that is because we go back to what you talked about earlier, is they don't take that chance on themselves. Exactly. They're That's not the willing to go through what you just went through with the eight months where did you now did you think it was gonna be easier than it was like when you're we're talking about like how you said it's you know it's never as easy as you think necessarily. It's not like you show up on a mic. Yeah. Did you have any mental like preparation for that process, or is it kind of just like you kind of realized it as you kept going? But you know you just enjoy it, so you, you, know, yeah. you just kept that consistency going.
1: I realized that as I kept going, I started yeah. know, just working on a couple of songs, and I was like, okay, I think I got something I can make a project out of, and then I kept kind of going with it. Cool. I knew it was going to be tough going into it. I knew it was going to be a lot of work, mm-hmm. but
0: even no matter how much work you think it's going to be, it's going to be a little more. And was the name there before you started? Does the name come after a few songs come out? The name came in after a few songs. Okay. Yeah. That is, I'm always curious about that as yeah. well. I think a lot of people are. Uh, obviously, the theme fit perfectly with the Valentine's Day drop. Exactly. Um, and it's kind
1: of like the whole story of the album too. Like it's yeah. split into two parts, yeah. Um, which is kind of where the name came from. Because I, when I started out, I started making like the second half of it, which is more of like the sadder songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend, my, I was talking to my friend about it, and she was like, "Honestly, who hurt you? Like, make some happy songs." <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, like, you know, there was good time. Looking back on it, like, there's good times in the relationships too. Of course. So that's kind of where I started building the first half of it. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, yeah, you know, hate and love. You know, have that kind of that dynamic, that duality." Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted to just put that into, you know, the title.
0: Hit and love, have that out No, I love that, dude. And do you see, do you see music, is music for you like an outlet in that sense? Do you see like a lot of this album, like were you able to, did you feel like it was a way to kind of deal with some stuff that you were thinking? Do you kind of go to music for those types of things or was it more, you know? I'd say it's a little
1: bit of both. A little bit um, of both. Yeah. There's yeah. just one song specifically, the one at the end, it's called Call Back. That one's kind of about getting closure at the end of like a, when you're like, go, when you get over the pain of the breakup and you finally reach out to that person you like get that closure, like I'm happy, you're happy. Right. Like what we had was good and everything like that. And that song specifically was very therapeutic for me. Yeah. Um, Of course. But, you know, you know, there's always an outlet for something, you know, there's always inspiration from, you know, past relationships or just things I've, you know, heard my friends talk about or like things I've just kind of emotions I've been feeling Um, and just kind of like looking back on my experiences.
0: Yeah, no, a hundred percent, dude. I'm always a very, uh, I think a, a lot of people, you know, they see music as like an expression of themselves mm-hmm. and some people see it, you know, they love the producing side. They love, you know, the, just everything about the industry is exciting because it's all self creation yeah. in a way. And a lot of, like, I tell you this all the time, like, dude, it's a, at the end of the day, it's a hundred percent up to you where this goes, Yeah, you know, having the tools, having the resources helps. If at the end of the day, if you wake up, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Exactly. You know, if you're not bought in, if you're not willing to, you know, put that level of consistency together, you know, make that happen. Um, it's not going to, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. You know, nothing, nothing happens just in a day. Yeah. Um, what would you say the hardest part of making the album was? Whew. That's tough. (laughs) Yeah. I think some part of it was, um.
1: Some of the songs were very out of my, my comfort zone. Okay. So cool. kind of forcing myself to like, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta sing this high part, even though your voice may not get it, but like, mm-hmm. or you gotta do this, you gotta experiment with this sound, you gotta do that. Yeah. And also just kind of like figuring out, you know, do I wanna put this song on the album? Do I kinda wanna push this out a little bit? Do I wanna add this part to this song? Cause you at the end of the day, like that, that project's like your baby, right? right? You want it to be as great as it can be. Yeah. So making those decisions on what to cut, what to keep, what to change to tweak um you know fixing this one sound and spending like eight hours on that one sound like it it can get really tedious but
0: it's it's just that process you have to go through it's the process it's the love it's you know it 100% agree with that brother um now the next thing I want to dive into so we have uh your favorite song on the album? We touch on that. Yeah, a little did. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got any advice for those who want to put together a show? For a show. Ooh. So I got lucky.
1: I just had a, I had a couple contacts from just my time in college and everything like that too. Yeah. Um. So networking to do that. Yeah. So networking is always the, the always the most important thing. Yeah. It's not what you know; it's who you know. Everyone says that. Mm. Um. But just forming those connections is really really important. Just be like. Put yourself out there um, you know at the very least just a quick compliment goes a long way and you can form a connection right there um, whenever That's I'm cool. out I always like talk to people I find something anything I can compliment them on oh, hey cool glasses hey I like your shirt hey whatever yeah. that usually starts a conversation and then you end up talking to people and I've had some really cool conversations with some really cool people just yeah. off of saying hey nice watch like
0: literally dude and I, you know it's funny you say that because 100% the day I think we met you guys at like you just you and your boys like we were just chilling at the pool we didn't live there and that was exactly how one of our conversations started yeah. now, you just, literally some of the nicest people ever um happy we got to have that experience and see what it turned into exactly. and you know even just being at your event me personally realizing how much I really like the environment how many people you know just asking people if they're having a good time you know yeah you know in the crowd seeing people like dancing and stuff it was cool to just Observe, because you don't know when you're putting these things together. You know, it's not There's a lot of faith in the unknown. You know, we had you know close to 200 RSVPs. You have no chance of knowing whether all those people are going to show up. Are these people going to bring friends? You know, like are they going to enjoy the venue? Is this music what people want to hear? You don't. You don't really know. Then you start going. You start realizing, like, wow this is cool, and we can replicate this, and we can make this happen, you know, not just in Fort Lauderdale, we can make this happen in Jersey, we can make this happen, you know, Miami, we can, we can have a lot more to go off of now, yeah, seeing what it went through, uh, talking about that a little bit, did you notice anything you'd say, uh, you would have done differently for, like, let's say, another show, like, a next show, or let's talk about, uh, anything you would have done differently performance wise and then anything you would have done differently just in the process of making the album, like yeah. I wish I would have done this a little earlier for sure you know uh performance wise mm-hmm. um, i don 't know people
1: were kind of really feeling it, I think i yeah. I had a really good time doing it, but um you know the stage was a little smaller, so I wish I had some more places to like move around. I wanted to like jump around a little bit and, right, like, but I also didn 't want to like kick a bartender in the face of course so, <laughs> yeah, so um kind of just you know m- Making myself bigger, I guess if that makes sense, like right. physically on stage and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that would have been a little more fun. Mm. Um Om was actually telling me to stage dive, but I was like, eh, maybe
0: next time. <laughs> we had that conversation on the drive there. I was like, just like, dude, if you if there's a if there's a good crowd of people, why not? But we are not pushing this. <laughs> yeah, no. He just kept going with it. For sure. Uh, uh and then in terms of
1: making the album mm-hmm. Um I'd say honestly just kind of a you know like i said like as much work as you do that you always think that there's something else that you could be doing of so you're always going to i'm always thinking even when i'm listening to it now even though i think it sounds fantastic shout out to yash by the way for helping me with the engineering and the mixing that man killed it yeah. um there's always something I'm going to be listening to and be like, oh man, I should have sang it this way, or man, I should have like, done it this way. Like, as an artist, when you listen, even when I listen to any music, mm-hmm. I'm always like listening to like, oh, i like, like how they did that, or oh, I think they should have done this here, and it's even more with your like with your own music because you're always going to be your biggest critic, always going to be. Um, 100%. Yeah. So I always am listening. I'm like, damn, I should have done it this way, or like, I don't like how that sounds, or um, this would have been better in retrospect. But mm-hmm. you know, that's just something you just got to live with.
0: Now, do you see that happening in your everyday life too? Like in the sense of just like, uh, not like the, I wouldn't say it's like being a perfectionist. It's just when I I noticed just through business, like when you really care about something, you'll go back and watch it. You'll go back and rewatch. I do that in, but like in life situations too, like there's things where, you know, social relationships, personal relationships, whatever it is, you're like, oh, I could have been a little bit better here. You know, I could have given a little more in that sense, you know, you replay, I replay conversations in my oh, head to do, do that right all the time. You're like, wow, like I really froze up or <laughs> I really, you know, I could have made that. I, d- I didn't take that opportunity when I, I thought it was there, but I think having that awareness is so big for especially thing. at your such an early, like an early stage of this process. I mean, yeah. How old are you? I'm 22, 22. Yeah. Dude, I act like I'm like, oh, you're so young. If, <laughs> if, I, if I was like a 30 plus year old podcast host, that's exactly yeah. what they would tell you. But I'm younger than you are. Yeah, it, <laughs> we're both going through it, and I love it. Exactly, um, it's a lot of fun, man. I think my, fa- well, I think one of my favorite parts of that whole show was just seeing how engaged everyone was, how much they respected. I think you going up there because regardless of who you are and how mm-hmm. you sound, it takes a lot to just get up and go, yeah. especially with something that you had everything to do with. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like you were performing in front of a, you know a 200 people that like. Did a little thing here, a mm-hmm. little thing there. Granted, they're there for inspiration, motivation. You know, a lot of your close friends are in the crowd. You know, but the physical aspects of that, like the work part, they don't like take anything really off of the process that yeah. goes into it. So um, I always think is very interesting. Is there anyone you'd say you model uh, or you try to model your presence off of within what you're doing? My like, presence on stage, or like my like my sound and everything. Let's go. Sound. I think I, that's a dicey question. I think for artists because I think everyone does have their own unique sound. I don't yeah. ever like to just shout out like over. Yeah. You know, blanket someone under a specific sound. But yeah, let's say inspiration for some of your sound. Are there those people that where you're like? Oh, I think he does this really well. And yeah. Like, kind of a, watch.
1: There's a couple people. Mm-hmm. Um, I say my my biggest one. I would mm-hmm. say off of this album mm-hmm. would be something sort of like a. Kind of like a combination of, like, Sway Lee, Nav, um, and kind of like those, like, melodic, kind of... Um, right. Like, 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 Kid Leroy, like, those, like, kind of melodic sort of yeah. uh, uh, hip-hop sounds. But, yeah. like, uh, like, I was suddenly like, breaking into hyper-pop. Like, yeah. this, this album, I'd say, has, like, maybe four or five different genres on it. So I didn't cool. like to confine myself to one sort of sound. I like yeah. to explore, you know, different things and see all the different things that I could do. Yeah. Um, in terms of presence, I've always... Um, I mean, say what you will about him now, but Travis Scott has always been my inspiration in terms of the performances. Because that man just puts everything out on the stage. Puts on a show. Um, one of the highest energy shows. One of the best shows I've seen in my life when I went. And um, when did
0: you go see that? I went to Astroworld back in twenty nineteen. Okay, cool. Twenty nineteen. I think my sister went that yeah. year as well. Yeah, yeah, she, she really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, he just has so much energy, um, and he just puts on the show because like. Um you know, everyone that comes out comes out to see you, and you know you gotta give them something worth it um but just like I said, also like engaging with fans and things like that, I think that's the most important thing because um they're they're the ones that are there to support you they're the ones that come out and help you with everything like that. so when you make those connections um that's that's the biggest part of it, yeah,
0: nicely um now let's go a little bit, you know what's your I'd say, you know, you really want to enjoy this album, obviously, you mm-hmm. know, take a little break from that, that eight months of work, yeah. you know, I feel like you have this, is your focus more now on just seeing the album play out and, you know, I guess, in a way marketing it, but also just getting it in front of people, you know, showing off the sound, like, what is your, I'd say, what's your current focus after you release an album, like after you spend eight months on a project, yeah. you know, I know it's your first time going through it, what do you expect this next? 90 days to kind of feel like. Yeah, um,
1: definitely going take a little break for a little bit. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, obviously, like, you know, getting this out in front of people, seeing how I can, you know, get more people to listen to it, obviously, because it's something I want people to focus on. But my friends and I, that I make music with, we're always, you know, figuring out new stuff for us to do. We're always, like, messing around with, like, making beats or, like, you know, just freestyling over things that we got or just, like, recording random little, like, notes that we can think of. Yeah. So it's always, it's always a continuous process. You never really cool. do stop, uh, once right. you start,
0: yeah. but,
1: um, you know, just not necessarily, it's not necessarily like, all right, on to the next, but it's just like, yeah. cool. Like what, what now, where can I kind of go from here? And, and in terms of like my sound as an artist, because I'm still also like figuring out what I like to do. Right. Um, and like what works for me specifically in terms of like my sound, Yeah. um, like there's a couple songs I'm working on even just right now like it completely opposite ends of the spectrum one's kind of like just like a house like groovy kind of track one's like this kind of like Cardi-esque song that'll make you want to run through a wall (laughs) cool like it you just you still like always that's the beauty of being like making music you can there's so much of it to make there's so many different wide varieties of it that you can never really pin yourself down
0: yeah and as an artist as a creator I think that's a very important note to to make just because I know a lot of people are making content these days you know, what, no matter what you put out, everyone's going to have their own take on it. Exactly. Everyone's going to hear it their own way. Uh, Gary Vee was, like, famous for saying this when social media was coming up, and, like, there's a lot of people, myself included, where, you you know, you really focus on, like, like oh, my God, I just want it to look freaking perfect, and he was always, like, you know, I'm just Put out content. Put out content. Everyone's gonna interpret it differently. Do your thing. Have that level of self-respect to make sure you know it's what you're comfortable putting out with. Mm -hmm. But don't put so much pressure on it to make it perfect, where you don't put anything out. Exactly. Because what people don't understand, and if you unless you go through this process, is a one percent day is way better than a zero day for sure. Hundred percent. So just. Putting it out, you know, I spent two hours editing a video and literally just put out the first 15 seconds I started with because I got too stressed out. And Mm -hmm. I was like, if I spend any more time on this, I'm just not going to want to put it out. Put out that 15 second clip, 3000 views, whatever happens like that. People interpret it different. I like what you mentioned about your album having a lot of different uh, genres within it, like especially in the way you heard it and the way, you know, you put it out because it is that first album. You don't get this yeah. chance ever. You, get, you know exactly. you don't get this first this first go at it again. And now people hear, oh, it's like dynamic. I think it shows a really a level of dynamic, uh, just flow in general um, of where you know this can go. Uh, I think people are really going to appreciate the fact that they can like listen to this song for mm-hmm. this time and this song for that night and exactly. understand that it's like you know it's this up and coming like emerging, you know, scene for you and you know being able to watch it develop like when you the next album comes out, you'll be able to pair songs. Oh, that kind of sound yeah. like this one a little bit on the second album. And then I think, you know, I don't know how many it would take. I'm not an artist myself. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But I'm sure, like, the more music you do, like, the more you continuously put out, you'll see a little trend. Exactly. You know, yeah. you'll be able to piece together, like you talked about piecing together each song. You'll be able to piece together that sound in a mm-hmm. sense of, you know, this is what I really enjoy doing. This is what people really rock with. these. This all really flows together, kind of how this goes when that bridge comes you know exactly you, you take care of it then uh yeah big, my, yeah my my biggest
1: advice even for any artist would just be don't confine yourself don't mm-hmm. think like oh man i started working on something that sounds like this i can't i can't do this yeah go for it like if people don't like it they're not gonna like it that's not that's not your problem like you're you need to be able to find your sound find what you like to do if it's completely a 180 of what you normally do then it's a complete 180 you can just Right. At the end of the day, it's a creative process, right? Whatever 100%. is creative and whatever you want to put out is what you should put out. Because, like, uh, you, no one's going to get you like you. Like, you're, you you got to be your biggest fan in your corner, um, supporting yourself 100% of the way. Um, and, like I said, put out what you want to put out. Because um, at the end of the day, your your content, whether or not you will leave it as a gift to the world. Um, no matter what you do, whether it's art, music, podcasts, or anything
0: like that, it's it's a gift to the world. And I want to give you a lot of credit for that because... Being a part of the audience and then working with you closely, the biggest thing sheab does well is you it's evident you enjoy what you do it's <laughs> evident you love every bit of this process and like it's whether you you know it's not something where you're like, oh like I gotta work on it every day it's more like I want to do a little thing here, do a little thing here and when it comes down to putting the album together, you know I'm prepared to do that yeah you know and I think again going back to those one percent days like that gives you the confidence to sit down and spend six hours putting this thing together. That gives you the confidence to because you've stacked up all those little days. Don't go yeah. into like Monday through Friday and be like, hey, I spent six hours a day going, you know, work nonstop. Great. If you can do that, awesome. Understand burnout is very real. Yeah. Understand loving the process and, you know, making it evident that others feel that you love the process goes so much further than just putting your head down and working your ass off because when – when people feel it, they buy into it and are even more motivated, get more ideas, oh, yeah. get people, you know, you're starting conversations. I love, I love that, you know, starting conversations. You can really feel when she hops out there, how much he enjoyed doing every bit of that, even before the show, taking pictures with people. Yeah. Like, like you said, comp, just when you, and that comes from your personal life of complimenting people when you see them, you see how it all kind of ties together. Yeah. So, you know, you want to have better stage presence, start, you know, complimenting every person you see or start just saying hello when you get the chance because that's your stage presence in life that is your stage every yeah. day you wake up you're putting on i want to say you're putting on a show but it's exactly what you make it mm-hmm. so for me i romanticize my life all the time i love it i enjoy oh, yeah. it every single day i never re- i try to really be on you know how can i make this the best day possible and when others feel that is usually when my better days are i can wake up and say that but if i sit in here all day and i just get inside my head it's just words yeah when you're out and you express it no matter what's going on you know and you're focused on the now and you're focused on right where your feet are and this part of the journey you do enjoy it others enjoy it and you just keep flowing this you create that flow and music and flow I think go hand in hand because like you said you're creating something that is 100% you and people love that and yeah have a lot of people respect the fact that you do that whether they show up in the likes you know the dms whatever i think it's really cool i think the next time um, was it uh did you have a lot of conversations after the show kind of it was like it was a little crazy
1: after everyone yeah. was like being like oh my god like it was great loved it everything like that i was yeah. like thank you thank you um mm-hmm. didn't get to have any too like anything like too deep and everything it was kind of yeah. like the same with everyone, which cool. I really appreciate. It was like, yeah. that was probably the most surreal feeling. Like yeah. hearing everyone kind of say like how much they loved it. Yeah. Cause it's something that, you know, that I was like pouring so much of myself into and I was just so excited for, for yeah. people to hear it. And just hearing that they liked it was just, it, I felt on top of the
0: world. Awesome, dude. Uh, we got a few minutes left. Uh, I just want to go down, you know, your we talked about your current focus. Um, any, I guess goals for this album you'd put out uh, let's
1: see any goals, dude um honestly, the biggest goal is just to get as many people to listen to it as possible right. just because it's something i've I've been wanting to to put out for a long time now, mm-hmm. um just you know getting it in front of the right people, uh just getting you know people engaged with it, and just if anyone like relates to it or like you know they're just like. Hey, like this song really spoke to me, or hey, I really really like this song, or yeah. whatever. That's just that's good enough for me, dude. Cause, awesome. Like I said, it's the first project and everything. You know, there's gonna be many more. Yeah. Um, but just you know, getting a solid first project
0: out there is, is huge for me right now. And I know it's after your first album, but let's say you know your next your next show. Not let's not say your next show. Let's say if you could perform any city by the end of your first year by the not your, your first by the end of this year what is that city <sighs> definitely either new york or miami new york or miami those are just my two favorite
1: cities in the states cool um it would be great why new york uh well originally i'm from there and cool. new york just has this insane energy to it everyone's just hustling yeah everyone's just out doing their own thing and it's a grind um always a grind out there and people you know know how to let loose
0: have a good time and it's just dude that's i literally said that how i felt in lauderdale like my sophomore year it's yeah. so funny I said i've never experienced new york like that i've mm-hmm. been through it planning to go this summer uh we'll see but yeah when i got to lauderdale miami that was the 100 percent the vibe i got oh, yeah. coming from my town i said you know what everyone's out here having a good time friday through sunday and it's like it's because they're working their ass off, and to to be able to do this lifestyle, mm-hmm. to be able to live down here full time, to be able to put something together like you did, and perform and get people, you know, in a space like that. Everyone kind of is thinking the same. They got to have the time to do that. They got the resources to do that. They got the network exactly. to do that. The places, like you said, New York, Miami, that is where that exposure comes from uh i think freaking kill it in miami i'm not like i said i have been to new york so I yeah couldn't tell you but <laughs> i think with your sound and how everything went last night i think miami hundred percent uh is feasible and then you know you just kind of take it from there i think uh, uh keeping that awareness up of what parts you enjoy what parts you you know you would change and uh you can really take it to the next level mm-hmm. staying as consistent as you are to anyone out there you know i think consistency is huge i know i, I talk about that all the time but <laughs> the creative process is consistent It's yeah. consistent with your mind is consistent with how you feel when you feel good you're confident and the creative stuff comes easy it should come easy it's you're putting it together yeah. anything you put together is created uh which really. is is very cool um yeah man i mean i don't really have have too much i think we really covered some great stuff i think a lot of artists are going to get a ton from this um if you had anything else you wanted to you know obviously plug up you know do your do your thing i mean hey i
1: hate that i loved you it's out now all platforms go stream it um hit me on ig at officially hobby if anything any artists want to talk about anything any questions i got you um but yeah right now just go check out that album i'm really really excited for you guys to hear it
0: all right you heard it here first dude plug talk season three headliner hobby thank you appreciate you jack Sir.